Saw Straight Talk Show. What we doing, good people? What we doing? This is Sauce. I'm here, pumped up. NBA 2K19 is in my possession, but most importantly, Canelo vs. Triple G 2 is tomorrow night. September 15th, T-Mobile Arena. It's going down. I mean, I, I saw a post on Facebook. Vons Martirosian, who got knocked out by Triple G, he's selling front row seats at the on the floor for the fight, 7,000 apiece. It's big. I'm talking about hotels are booked. Everything is taxed to the, to the hilt. Everything, I mean, you probably can get a, 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 a cheap hotel room. Probably gonna cost you a thousand. Maybe. I'm just saying. It's big. It's super big. Triple G versus Canelo 2 is going down. That's what this episode is gonna be about. I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna talk about it. Um... You know what I'm saying? I want to sit there and just first off, I'm going to say, with the first fight, high-packed, in, um, action-packed, it was it was everything that you would probably win in the first fight, except a clear winner. And it was a draw. We had a fight to where I thought, you know what I'm saying, some people can say Triple G won, and I can look at them and be like, you know what, I can see your point. Some people say, you know, Canelo won. And I can be like, you know what, I can see your point. But... I had it 6-6. Six, six. I thought it was scattered of how each uh, fighter won the six rounds. I just think that the first three rounds, Canelo kind of beat him in that to the beat him to the punch. Then he came. Then Triple G came on strong. Um, I think um, I seriously think that Canelo was getting a little bit winded to where Triple Triple G was able to kind of like win more rounds than. Canelo at this point to where I would say he was making him back up, making him get on his back foot, even though Canelo was punching while exiting. Um, there was a couple of times he didn't. And to the judges, I mean, I hope, you know what I'm saying, not to uh, Annalee Bird, who, you know, had it lopsided for Canelo to win. But, you know, so they had it to where he was showing good ring generalship. And, you know, like Canelo was, you know, was, like I said, in certain spots would come out. And do the things he's supposed to do and, and win around. And like I said, he won his six. Triple G won his six. I thought Triple G's six rounds that he won was impressive rounds. You got to look at it like that in that round. You know, the six rounds that Canelo won was impressive, but there was some adjustments that he could make to where on this second fight, I think he can win this fight easier. I think he kind of took a page out of Andre Ward's book. And made a mid-fight adjustment and stuck to it. And I thought he kind of, you know, after that second win came in, he was able to to win some late rounds to make it a draw. I thought Triple G was winning the fight going into, say, about the 10th. I thought Canelo kind of maybe, you know, saying swayed it to where he could, you know, make his fight a little closer. Uh, it could have went either way. It came out a draw. So now here we are, second fight. We got drama. We don't even got a freaking face-off. We don't got a face-off. We don't got press conferences. We ain't got no type of promo because these two motherfuckers hate each other. Hate each other. Canelo wants to knock off Triple G's head. Triple G wants to knock off Canelo's head. You know, they both calling out knockouts, which they did in the first fight. But, you know, this one, you can feel it. You know what I'm saying? You can feel it. You can feel. You can feel it. You can just feel that maybe... It could be a knockout this weekend. It could be somebody get their head knocked out. Now, me sitting there saying it that way, Ed O'Sullivan, 
Spike, or Spike O'Sullivan could knock out Dave Lemieux, or Dave Lemieux could knock out Spike O'Sullivan. That's what makes this weekend great because it's going to be some hard hitting going on this weekend. Can't wait. I cannot wait. I think I'm going to start off with Canelo's strategy. Um, Canelo's strategy has to be simple. It has to be do the same things you did, but hope you have more cardio. Hopefully you don't have to be going on your back foot and looking like you're getting on your bicycle because I'm not going to sit there and say he was running, but you know, he's not, I'm not going to sit there and say he's supposed to sit there and just have a slugfest. But if you, you know, if you fought Floyd Mayweather in your career, they take something out the book. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to sit there and, and backpedal so much or, or have to feel like you got to escape. You know, stay, stay in there. You know, throw a couple punches. Defend. See, that is the difference. Where Canelo, in certain spots of the fight, he was not defending. He was running away. And that's what would make somebody say, man, he's running. But a few times he punched and exited. So when you have that, you can sit there and say, oh, he ain't running. But really... Whenever you sit there and you got a pressure fighter and they got you in the corner, if you can sit there and say evade a few punches, man, use your head movement, lateral movement. You know, make him go to the body to where you can land a headshot, then exit. But make him miss to make the judges see, okay, he's making a miss. He's controlling every part of the ring. If he gets him in the corner, he can't hit him. If he gets him in the ring, he can't hit him. That's how Floyd Mayweather won his fights. And I'm using him as a template because I don't give a damn what nobody say. He's TBE. Secondly... Canelo piggybacked his style a little bit in that first fight with Triple G. I'm not saying it 100%, but he did a little bit. He did a little bit. I mean, it was a little bit there that where you can say, man, that looked like Floyd a little bit. Just being honest. Just being completely dead honest on that. Now, uh, you know, another thing that Triple G, I mean, that, that Canelo, excuse me, is going to have to realize is that that power with anger or bad, bad intentions can come a little bit stronger. What I mean by that is simply this. Triple G. I mean, a Canelo. Excuse me, guys. Canelo, do not think that you can take a clean shot like you did a couple times in that first fight. There's a couple times where you was kind of like, you know what? I ain't moving. Let me tell you something like this. If you don't move this time, you get your head knocked off. Punches become a little bit more vicious. I got two examples. Now, Roy Jones already obliviated Mr. Griffin. So, once the disqualification happened, Griffin, I'm sorry, whenever the rematch happens, you just see the ferocity, the anger. Griffin's sitting there like, oh, I beat him. You know, he had to cheat to do all that with stuff like that. Like, dog, you got knocked the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? So, Roy Jones comes out there a little bit more ferocity. A little bit more sting, a little bit more anger. Got him out of there way early and made sure he couldn't even get up. So what I'm saying, Rockman knocks out Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis, they got into a fight press conference. You can see the animosity there. Lennox Lewis knocked that man completely gone. I mean, like, like he was going to make sure that my, your knockout was going to be worse than mine. Pacquiao, Juan, Man, Juan Manuel Marquez, anger, ferocity. I keep getting cheated against this guy, how he feels, and all this stuff. It's the fourth time, and he timed him, and he hit him hard, harder. He even get caught on steroids, anger. See what I'm saying? Triple G is going to come in there with a type of intensity that Canelo's going to have to really show some lateral movement, some head movement, some things. He's going to have to 
He's going to have to do things. In the words of Joker, Heath Ledger. He's going to have to just do things. Head movement, lateral movement, combinations, jab. The jab is key. The jab to the body is key. I'm just saying all the things. Stay off the ropes if you can. Stay in the middle of the ring. Don't let them cut you off. Those are my tips for Canelo Alvarez. Now, most importantly, I hope you're not dirty. Um, now I'm going to keep it moving. I'm going to talk a little bit about the band they call the Big Drama Show, Triple G, and his things that he needs to do. Now, Triple G, like I said, is going to come out there, I feel, with Reckless and Bandit. I think Canelo may try to just catch him as the later rounds go because he's getting older. He might think he's going to wear out. So I think his uh, time to where he's going to try to end the fight may be later. Triple G, first two, three rounds, man, I'm trying to tell you. But the thing he don't want to do is that he don't want to get hit with a hard counter shot he is getting older. I'm not sitting there saying that he can get easily knocked out now, but he could get hurt. Body shots um, could hurt him. He's going to have to protect his body. He has to go to the body. And that was one thing I would say about Canelo. Canelo, go to the body. Canelo, go to the body. More. Both fighters going to have to go to the go to the body. I think both their styles, um, you know, the way they fight or how they're going to fight, it's, it's kind of like it's crazy to sit there and say for both fighters, but really is a key for both fighters to go to the body. You know, Triple G can, you know, cut him off at the ropes, get him against the ropes, go to the body there. Instead of worrying about just trying to land headshots, that can slow him down. Say fifth, sixth, seventh round. Hey, seventh round, you had him tired in the first fight, Triple G. You had him you had him kind of winded. So you could have applied pressure, but hey, who's to say that he wasn't winded? So, I mean, you never know. It was, it was some times in that fight you could tell that, you know, fight other guys, you don't have to exert yourself so much. You know, I remember saying that against... Uh, like when Andre Berto used to fight lighter touches until he stepped up, you can you can tell by his temperament. You can tell by like uh, Adrian Broner, you know what I'm saying? Like people like that. When you got people like Canelo Triple G that might be a little bit upper in the elite, yeah, they gonna fight some people that they're not honestly chitting there going hard. And they're just like, okay, I can finish you here, I can do right here, whatever like that. You can tell when two great elite guys get in the ring with each other. Because they're doing so much of their greatness and whatever it is, they, you know, you're gonna maybe burn yourself out. The greatness of their, uh, the greatness of their eliteness is that second win and how good a shape they're in to be able to produce that. Um, Anthony Joshua, I can give credit to against Vladimir Klitschko, even though he was 40 years old and he beat him blah blah blah. I ain't going to fully into that. I'm going to the fact that he was knocked down, he was hurt, he was beat up, he was tired. He got knocked down because he was tired. I'm being dead honest. Um, he was able to get that second win, get back up and, and show, you know, hey, I'm not going to lose to this 40-year-old man. He better not have. He better not have. So that's what I'm saying of that. Being able to have that dominant second win because I don't give a damn how good shape you in. Like Floyd Mayweather, his second wins the shit. He could take a round and, and, and still win a round. His second win is that good. He's that good in shape. It's important in boxing, man. I'm trying to tell you, Melchick Taylor wish he would have had it, and he would have won the fight against Julio Cesar Chavez. So I'm just saying, man, you got to have it. And I think with Triple J, he looked a little bit off in that first fight to where I would say, man, he's slowing down. But like I said, he's playing up to his competition. So was Canelo, and he was a little rugged. So you can see the guys in the 10th, 11th, 12th round, they're like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? What shot going to hurt? But no, they couldn't really hurt each other. Um, Canelo's got a good chin. He's got a decent chin. I mean, I, he's got a better chin than what, you know, other people out there to say they've got a bad one. So you can't say he's just got a pretty good one. He might got a real great one. Who knows? 
But, um, you know, he never really showed that he was hurt uh, with a shot. Even against Floyd Mayweather, the uppercut landing flush, you know, Floyd don't got a lot of power. I'm not trying to say that he got hit with a lot of power shots, but he has fought guys with power. Um, he's, he's been hit with flush shots. Eris Landy, Lara hit him with flush shots. And it just, you know, it ain't hurt him. So, I mean, you know, Triple G's been hit with flush, clean, whatever. Canelo hit that man with a shot that was so hard. I believe it was in the seventh or eighth round. Eighth, maybe ninth. I think it was the eighth or ninth round. Hit him so hard. And Triple G just, like, it probably made him sneeze. At the, at the least bit, it sneezed. It made him sneeze. So, I just think with this fight, you know, I hope the judges are prepared for, you know, saying a lot of a lot of situations where it's going to be like hard to see. We're going to land some things. There's going to be some times where Fleury's going to come. I think with Canelo, how his style is, how he digs to the body, like, you know, Canelo could come with a left hook. Um, you know, it's, it could come could produce it to like a three punch flurry for both guys to where they could make make a nice little rally there. You know, reminiscent to uh, kind of like Pernell and Oscar, maybe. I don't know. You know, I'm just thinking of that, you know, when they get to that point of close quarters, how, you know, somebody can get hit and come back with something, and they might come back with something, and then all of a sudden it's like, holy shit. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what I think could happen in this fight. Um, just like, say, like, maybe, you know, later on in the fight, whenever, you know, you, you're not trying to move a whole lot. You just try to stand there and throw. Um, but it's going to be a great fight, man. I think uh, uh, the rest of the card should be good, too. You know what I'm saying? With Spike O'Sullivan being kind of an entertaining puncher, going against a puncher who's been getting punched up a lot um, in um, in Spike O'Sullivan. But, you know, I, I just can't wait for the main event. You know, Canelo, Triple G, too. It's going to be action-packed. I think the hatred has hit the point to where this fight should, is a must-see. And I think it's going to do good numbers. Pay-per-view is a little steep. I believe it was around $74.99 on HD. Um, I hope I wish it wasn't that much, but hey man, it is what it is. And we just gotta, you know, you just gotta take it as what it is. But you know, hopefully, um hopefully it's a good fight. Hope nothing happens. Hopefully nobody get injured from this now the time of the fight. Hope the weigh-ins go good. Hope no melees happen. I just hope everything goes good. No bad testing comes, all everything's natural, and we'd see a nice good fight with a winner. I wanna see a winner. Everybody want to see a winner. I want to see a winner. Who want to see a winner? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Now, Tank Davis. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just make a quick transition. Talk about a couple of things, and then I'm gonna be out of here. Not gonna be too long. I want people to understand that I'm more important about um, Canelo Triple G two, and I just think the keys to victory is gonna be that. My prediction. Ah, I'm gonna give you that at the end of the show. But anyway, Tank Davis was arrested in D.C. Uh, a melee happened. Um, you got a situation where, you know, like I said, it's something similar could have happened last weekend, uh, at the, at the event, he was intoxicated, uh, you know, nothing real too serious about it, but he knocked the man's cell phone out of his hand. What if the man would have swung at him and started a big fight? Easter was there. Adrian was there. You know, it could have been a real big brawl. I mean, it could have been something big. So it was bound to happen. And I just think, you know, saying with him getting arrested right here, hopefully it, you know, can make him say, man, I was tripping. Let me let me chill back out, you know what I'm saying, get on my good thing, my good vibe, and not fuck up. So, you know, I, I you know, Tank Davis is a hell of an athlete. You know, he's been boxing for a long time. I just, you know, I don't see him as somebody like going to be like going in and out of jail. I just see him not taking boxing all that serious that he's been doing his whole life. Sometimes it happens. Some people just stay hungry like Floyd or Roy. 
Um, some people, you know, kind of just like, man, I've been doing this shit my whole life, and I'm starting to really see the fruits of the labor, and if I, if I could just, you know, chill or just do this, whatever, I hate to got to be this straight, narrow boxer to go train and then don't do nothing, don't talk. And he already don't really talk that much, so he's, he, like, he I guess he wants his actions to... I guess he wants his actions to to do, you know, saying things to where people are like, oh, Tank crazy or something like that. Because, I mean, even on Twitter, I mean, he was going at Tevin Farmer's neck. I mean, he was sitting there saying, don't make a mistake and, you know, get ran up on and stuff like that. I mean, with Broner, even with him. And, you know, now T.J. Dillashaw, well, he didn't go to those links. He went to say, let's get an octagon, which, hey, man, you commit suicide when to get in there with somebody who can break your leg. I'm just saying. Neck, arm, whatever. But, hey, I just wish the best for Tank. I hope uh, Floyd can get him together. Hey, Floyd might have to really uh, dedicate his time of being a promoter and really helping him uh, all phases. Not just sitting there saying, I got a championship fighter for my banner and, you know, saying, look at me. Um, I, that's why I say I feel like he just, you know, got some guys in the stable to make him a champion, to make the, the prestige of the banner great, keep his name relevant. But I think he should really overall – Looking to invest the time to get Tank Davis straight because you got a surefire hitter right there. And don't let that go on the wayside and him turn into something that not gonna be the the, the you know be the opposite of great. You know what I'm saying? Like don't let him be that. And I just think Tank Davis got so much talent, so much power, you know what I'm saying? He ain't slug he ain't like a slow power guy. He's fast, quick, he can he can he can bang and box. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So I just think keep him ring ready. Keep him thinking about boxing and I, and so he won't be sitting there thinking like he Manny Fresh because that's what he looked like last weekend with that turtleneck and chains on and that and that hairdo man he looked just like a light-skinned webby you know saying I ain't, ain't you know he just he just I mean like I was sitting there saying man he looked like like two down south rappers and that's Manny Fresh we're producing rapper that Manny Fresh and Lil Webby but anyway damn thank you. oh man technical difficulties excuse me good people but anyway um, you got, you got, um, you, you got some time. We got some time to see what's going to happen at that. Um, you know, especially with his fighting career, if a fight is going to be announced, I remember Floyd announced that he was going to fight Jorge Linares, Tank Davis versus Jorge Linares. That was a pretty good, uh, uh, uh buzz to, to start off. And then all of a sudden it's like no buzz. There's no talk of it. So I don't know what happened on that, but we need to get him back in the ring. Hell, let him fight Adrian Broner. Let him do a catchway to 140, man. Shit, they friends. Let him fight. I don't care. I don't care. Just saying. But I just cannot wait for this fight tomorrow night, man. I, I don't really got a whole lot to talk about. Um, I'm going to talk about more after the fight. I'm going to talk about other things. But, you know, Tyson Fury is, is getting in shape. He's getting ready. Deontay Wilder is. You know, he's not a person to sit there and want to train on social media and stuff he does every once in a while. Then. But Tyson Fury... That guy is the fury of that. You know, he's, he's, he wants to he wants the people to see him at work. He wants the people to see him having a good time. Shit with a good level head, which is good. You know, I'm proud of that. Um, I just, I, I really hope, I really hope this fight goes through and everything's all good. Just like the Triple G and Canelo 2 tomorrow night. We get to see this in December. That's going to be good. I hope some more fight, big fights get to get made. Sean Porter, Earl Spence. I hope that should be next. Keith Thurman should be getting back in the ring. Um, hopefully you get see more of Lomachenko. Lomachenko's been chilling after the surgery. Was it really an injury? But I'm just saying. Um, I'm <clears throat> I'm just saying. But you know, I, I want to see him back out there too, and I want to see um uh, Gary Russell um to fight him. I want Gary Russell Jr. to sit there and say, "Man, I want a rematch. I think I can beat you again. You know, I think I can beat you this time. 
I don't think you can beat me again. Dead up. So, I mean, Gary Russell need to do that. Gary Russell need to get Lomachenko on the phone, set up that rematch. Um, you know, it looks like Lomachenko not big in rematch because Salido got left hanging, but I can kind of see why. But I can see him taking a fight with Gary Russell Jr. again. Danny Jacobs, where you at? I want to sit there and say this. You dumb bastard. I'm, I'm going to leave it alone at that. Why would you sign with Eddie Hearn? And look at you now. You almost beat Triple G. Where you at? Where you at? This makes me sick. Big ups, though, man, to you, man. I mean, you beat cancer. You a damn good boxer. I just really wish that you would have really kind of did your own moves as far as you could have signed and fought Charlo. Man, that could have happened. You know what I'm saying? I, I just really think you made a bad business move. He's sleeping on you. You know what I'm saying? Now he's just, he signed you, he's laying on you. He's going to give other people bones, and then you're going to give one later. Now, Andre going to fight Billy Joe. That was your fight. That was your fight. You were supposed to fight Billy Joe. So now you fighting the winner? But you should have been fighting. You're not no spring chicken, bro. I'm a big fan of Danny Jacobs. That's why I'm showing that type of, um, you know, emotion, man. It's just like, come on, man. Like, you were supposed to be, you know, you you were supposed to be from fighting, getting the rematch of Triple G or fighting Canelo or fighting Billy Joe. Not not the guy I can't remember right now. I can't even remember his name. Don't remember. And you didn't look all that great either. Because you were fighting somebody that you didn't get up for. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he was better than you. But you knew that. And ain't nobody you was wanting to fight. But you had to make that money. That's why Andre Ward said, man, fuck it, man. What, what am I going to keep doing? Like, fight guys that I'm not going to really feel motivated to fight just so I can just keep boxing because they's like, oh, he's the pound for pound best. And y'all didn't want to give me pound for pound best. Y'all was sitting there. I had the clear lane when Floyd retired. But no, y'all give it to Lomachenko. Oh, y'all gave it to Chocotito before him. So, I mean, like, geez. So, I can kind of dig his, his departure because it's like I'm in a weight class where I can't beat nobody where they're going to call me the pound for pound number one. The literal weights, like 130, 135, one, and, and below that, they can get those pound-for-pound pound nods because they, for some reason, smaller guys maybe throw a lot of punches and entertaining. I don't get it. Chocolate Tito, I knew he won pound-for-pound. Pound. I don't really think Lomachenko is, even though he's way better than him, uh, Chocolate Tito, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I just think boxing is going to be great 2019 like it was this year. I hope... You know, the TMT banner gets more serious. You know what I'm saying? I hope TMT gets way more serious in this fight game, damn it. And Floyd Mayweather, I'm talking to you. You know, step it up. You know what I'm saying? We can't be having fighters getting arrested. I ain't saying it's your fault. But keep your fighters busy. Maybe the shit won't be happening. Um, you know, it's it's get more fighters. You know, try to get these guys, man. You know, it's it's one thing you are mentoring and stuff like that. Now you know what I'm saying they might not want to sign to you because they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna do it your way." I can dig it, but how you gonna how you gonna eat? How you gonna keep the TMT banner up? What you gonna do? You gotta be more to your fighters. That's why Tank lashes out on Twitter and stuff like that. I'm not saying he's right or he's right to do it, but I'm just saying he's doing it for a reason. And I can kind of dig some of the reason. I'm not one of those types to be like, "Oh, you don't want to see him shine." I think that's bullshit. I mean, I don't think you care if he shines or not. Because you can still shine doing whatever. You're Floyd Mayweather. People going to hate you and love you. That's a great combination. They hate you and love you. Hell, people hate and love Trump. And he ain't been impeached yet. More people hate him. So, I'm just saying. But hey, this has been Salt Straight Talk Show. 
tomorrow night. Who's watching? Let me know if you're watching. If who you think is going to win, send me a voice message. Hope you enjoy the show. You can listen to it now all the way up to tomorrow leading up to the first prelim fight. Saw Straight Talk Show. This is my boxing talk show today. And I hope you have a good one. Goodbye.